Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Believe in the Challenge podcast. I'm your host, Katie Walski, and today we're going to be talking about episode seven of MTV's The Challenge Total Madness Should I Stay or Should I Go? Bear sticks up for Kayla, Anissa calls out Nani for flirting with Casey, and Jenna still gets pressured to leave by her relationship. Is she going to stay? Is she going to go? We're talking about it right now. All right, guys, thank you so much again for tuning in to the Believe in the Challenge podcast. Another crazy, crazy episode. So let's get it going. Anissa calls out Nani for flirting with Casey. And look, I'm just going to say this right now that I think this fight got way blown out of proportion. I don't even understand how it got so blown out of proportion. Anissa was just trying to be a good friend by saying, hey, like, this is what it looks like. And this is what it's appearing to be from, you know, like everybody else's eyes and perspective. And she just kind of wanted to check her friend, which if you're a good friend, you're going to do that because you don't want your friend to break up a relationship. I mean, I wouldn't, and this would have been number two in the house of breaking up relationships because you just get so tempted in the house by being with these people all day, 24-7, you're not really talking to anybody else, and you're drinking, so you're drinking with the same people, and they actually got to go out this time, so it's always fun and a little bit rowdy when they get to go to the bar and let let some steam go and get out of that crazy bunker, because I totally think bunker madness is a thing. I, I can see where Nani's coming from, where maybe she is just dealing with a lot and she probably took all of that emotion out on Anissa but still it was kind of sad to see this fight I mean it it I was so sad to see this because first of all Anissa did not deserve that treatment and I can't I just don't get why Nani got so like paranoid and got so angry so quickly and she just focused all this anger on poor Anissa who was just trying to help I mean that is just sad but I I also think I mean when they got back to the house it it just not even took it to another level I mean at the bar she did try to grab her but it never really got anywhere. But at the house, she like tried to throw a couple new noodles on her. And she was bringing up things that you just don't bring up. I mean, when you tell somebody things about your life or things that... I mean, clearly Anissa is not ashamed. And I don't think you should ever be ashamed on what you have to do in life. You know, if you have to strip or... I mean, that's that might not even be what she did. Um, but 
I just feel like you don't use personal things that friends tell you in confidence against each other. And I'm sure Nani didn't truly mean it. Clearly, there was a lot going on in her mind. And she took out all her frustration on Anissa, sadly. And I think Anissa handled it with such grace and... She was just very, I wouldn't say understanding because, you know, she obviously was fed up with her. And at one point, I mean, yeah, you just obviously you can't even talk to Nani. Like it was just kind of, okay, like she's just too drunk. This needs to end and you guys can talk about it tomorrow. But I mean, it really took a turn. And we all know that Nani is feisty, okay? Like she is a pit bull if she needs to be so I would not I would not want to be on Nani's bad side but I don't even think it was getting on her bad side clearly Nani even said that you know she has been going through some things some stress with her friend Jenna and just trying to make sure that Jenna doesn't go home or gets a little bit out of the game with everything going on with her and we will touch on Jenna and her relationship and all that drama later on in the episode. But, I mean, this this was crazy. And, I mean, Nani was flirting a lot with Casey at the bar. And it was a little unexpected to me, at least. I thought it came a little bit out of left field. I don't know about you guys. Maybe if you saw it coming, let me know. Give me a little... Quick DM chat at katiewalski underscore. Tweet at me, Instagram me. Let me know if you saw this coming or not because I definitely did not see this coming. I did not see Nani and Casey getting along in this way, you know? Like, that just never crossed my mind. I don't know. Is it me? Is it? I don't know. But I just thought that was interesting in the first place. And Casey is... You know, I, I wouldn't say tempted because nothing even happened. They literally were just talking. So, I don't know. I don't really see any too, like too much, I don't really see too much harm in what they did. But I could see to it maybe possibly leading somewhere. And I think Anissa wanted to go in and stop that before, you know, anything happened that maybe Nani or Casey would regret later on. So, I don't know. I think definitely Anissa was just trying to be a good friend. And obviously later on, Nani realizes that after she kind of sobers up and thinks about her night and her actions, and she probably gets a lowdown from a couple other people just kind of explaining the situation and what happened and you see Nani give a very heartfelt apology and Anissa is very forgiving and so quickly and I think I probably would be too because in this house you are on top of each other and they're in a bunker so they're not in the normal house you know where at least they could go outside and like get fresh air and be by the pool and it's a little bit more relaxing than being in this bunker with no windows, no sunlight, it just, I don't, I don't know, it's very like bleak and dim and fluorescent lights everywhere. No one likes fluorescent lighting anywhere. I think that it should just be banned from every building. 
get better lighting. Come on, no one wants fluorescent lighting. I think it's just horrible for any situation. But I think Anissa forgave her quickly, maybe a little too quickly for me. I think I would have liked to... I wouldn't say put Nani in the hot seat or anything or make her sweat because I don't think that's right either. But I don't know. I think obviously there maybe they talked longer than what we saw and was edited together for the show. But clearly Nani's got some demons and she kind of needs to figure that out because she can't be taking her anger out on people who are your friends in this game. And... Another thing that got me a little sad was when Anissa brought the fact that, you know, sometimes she really does feel like the odd man out because everyone else is so much younger and, you know, they're tight-knit. They have more in common with each other. You know, they're all around the same age more. And Anissa's kind of like the older woman of the group, just like Wes and Bananas, but at least... I guess Wes and Bananas do have each other to where Anissa is a little bit of a lone ranger. And I can totally understand where she's coming from when, you know, she just kind of feels like she's not fitting in exactly with the group. And she just always has to look over her back. And the fact that maybe Nani came at her so hard kind of scared her and made her think twice about their friendship and just their relationship in the house, you know, the dynamic that they all have. And Anissa, honestly, she kind of does seem towards the bottom of the three. I mean, it's the holy trinity, not the holy four. So I think Anissa knows that she's no one's top one. And that has to be a hard pill to swallow. But homegirl, you're a vet. You have been in so many challenges. You need to pick up that confidence and run that house like you should be. I think that Anissa, I don't know. I, I just think that she needs to have more confidence in herself. And I'm just not seeing that positive, confident, take no shit type of Anissa that I feel like we are so used to seeing in past challenges and it could be to do with how she is maybe feeling a little left out this season and maybe a little out of place compared to all the younger competitors on the show but I just want her to gain that confidence and really get out there and and kill it start killing it be more confident talk to more people get a little bit more social you got this girl you got this and moving from one uh holy trinity member to the next bear and kayla the challenge love birds that we didn't know we were gonna see i I'm kind of here for these two now. I mean, we have our challenge couple and I'm kind of excited. I like I think it was so sweet of Bear to stick up for Kayla when Nelson was yelling at her saying all these awful awful things. I mean, 
first of all, Nelson should never speak to a woman like that, ever. I mean, he was just putting out crazy accusations saying that, you know, she had sex in porta-potties and she was like a hoe and a slut for ending her relationship with her boyfriend to be with Bear. But let me tell you something. If you're willing to cheat on national television, your relationship probably isn't as stable as you think it is. And she even says that later on, that she didn't see marriage with the man and that they've been together for a couple years and it probably was just comfortable for her. And so sometimes maybe you don't even realize that you're like, oh my God, I don't even like this person that much anymore. And when she met Bear, like she said, I think it was very clear for her in that moment that she was very much probably done with her ex. And that that sucks because, you know, she doesn't really get to have the opportunity to, you know, tell him before anything happened, really. I mean, I think she should have definitely ended her relationship before she maybe got physical with Bear. I think that is just a little disrespectful, Um, especially if you've been with someone for three years. I think you owe it to them to be like, hey, I really don't think this is working. And, you know, I I am starting to like someone else. and, And that's just how I know that we're probably not, you know, meant to be together. My feelings for you just aren't that strong anymore. And I mean, she very well could have. We don't know what goes on half the time. We only see an hour a week. So there's hours and hours of footage that we're not seeing, you know, full stories happen and full things play out. And she could have very well told her ex that, you know, things aren't working out for us. And I'm sure she has by now in this season because she's kind of feeling things with Bear. So I would hope that she would. But like I said, I don't know. There's tons of things that we don't see off camera that, you know, aren't put into the edits. So maybe because they're just not as juicy or there's just juicier things to be put in. So, yeah, I don't know. With, With that whole situation, I think... I think it's nice of Bear to stick up for Kayla because not many people were sticking up for her, which shocked me a little bit. You know, I thought more people might jump in and be like, hey, Nelson, no, no, no. Especially after Nelson just gave this super sweet speech to Anissa, apologizing, you know, saying that he didn't mean anything he said and that he should start treating women with more respect and talk to them a little bit nicer. And then literally, maybe not even five minutes later, he's like screaming at Kayla and (laughs) calling her names. I mean, I really don't think it's Nelson's place to get into Kayla and Bear's business. It's Kayla's life, technically, that she may or may not be ruining. So I don't think it really involves Nelson or his two cents and that he just kind of needs to step off and you know maybe just stick stick to his life and stick to his stuff and not jump into other people's drama or you know relationships or 
anything else that's kind of going on with them. It's not really, it's not really any of your business, Nelson. Back off. <laughs> um, and and it was good that Bear stood up for her, and I think you can very much tell that she does like him quite a bit. And Bear is so charming. I mean, he really is. He's he is cute. The tattoos are attractive, and. He's very persistent. So I think, you know, right then and there that that turns on any girl. If you're persistent in telling her that you like her and you're complimenting her all the time, of course, a girl is going to start paying more attention to you and be like, okay, like he didn't just give up like this is weeks later and he's still here, still trying. And, you know, we like that in girls. We like when you chase us and give us attention and even if we are kind of like ew we like we secretly like it we secretly like it and this is just a tip for all you guys out there if you're listening to chase her a little bit more compliment her oh my god I cannot say this enough every woman's love language is affirmation and if you tell me it's not you're a liar. Every woman, every girl, we all love to be complimented, okay? It makes us feel good. I mean, anyone, I think, loves to be complimented and loves to be told that, you know, you're attractive or you doing this is like, you know, doing it for me or I don't know. So it's just every, every, every single girl loves that. So that is just men, boys listening, one way to very much get a girl's attention. So there you go. There you go. I just gave you love advice. Okay. We're here on the challenge podcast, giving love advice to all you boys out there, men, boys and men. Sometimes you can't tell the difference, but so I, I don't know. Yeah. So you can really tell back to Kaylin Bear that she really does like him and I think it's cute. I ship this relationship. What um I don't know. I'm thinking of their name right now like Bela. Ooh, Bela. Mm. I like that name. Okay, so we ship Bela and we want them around a little bit longer, so I'm glad that they're both safe and they're continuing on for the next week. And clearly that is going to make Kayla really like Bear more now that he's publicly kind of sticking up for her. So we ship it. We love Bela. And I can't wait to see more of Bela. Hashtag Bela. Hashtag Bela, everyone. Use that on your Twitters, Instagrams, everywhere. Um, Bela. Okay, so... Now, going on to another Holy Trinity member. The Holy Trinity is just really taking over this episode. I mean, I'm not mad about it because I love these girls. They've been in so many challenges uh, together that I'm really happy that they're finally having a challenge where all of them are doing really well. I mean, I know we're still in early stages, but I just love it. And I love the name Holy Trinity. So, okay, moving on to the next Holy Trinity member, Jenna. Okay, so Jenna and Zach. Like I said, I 
have loved them since I don't know since I first saw them on the real world like I'm just so sad that we're seeing this side of Zach and I really hope that Zach can look back at all this and really learn how to speak better and treat a woman better I I don't think he needs to be so aggressive and mean towards Jenna and I feel like Jenna's never mean towards Zach. I mean, I know we don't see a lot of the behind the scenes. And I know right now we are only seeing a bad side from Zach. There is a very sweet side that I know is there that I have definitely seen on past challenges and other things before. But just obviously in this moment, he thinks that she cheated on him. And he's probably freaking out. I mean, he doesn't really obviously get to talk to her that often but when he does facetime her he he should listen to her he's not listening to her right now all he can see is red because he's read some dms in two years ago and i feel like i could go on about that forever but he just really needs to take it down a notch and talk to her in a little bit of a more respectful tone I don't think she deserves the treatment that he's giving her. He's being very cold and he's yelling at her and telling her to come home. And then if she doesn't come home, he's boxing up all his stuff. And I mean, clearly we don't know when these FaceTimes are happening or how frequent or how many days are going between these. So we don't know. Maybe this was all within... A couple of days, so he was still very heated and still very much in the moment. But I just really hope Zach takes a look at this and is like, wow, okay, like, it was kind of a huge dick. <laughs> and I hope that, you know, going forward in their marriage and everything else to come, that he can trust her a little bit more. And clearly, I mean, we don't know. We don't know the DMs. We can't see what has happened we obviously don't know everything that this couple has been through so clearly zach has some trust issues that he definitely is working through and i'm just really proud of jenna for handling this situation so calmly with zach and i love her confidence in the love that they have and i'm happy that she's also not caving to him i'm happy that she's standing her ground and she's saying look i love you so so much and i know that we're gonna get through this because there's no one else i would rather be with in my life and i want to work through this with you but you have to give me these couple weeks and then i'm all yours forever rest of your life Like, he can't be holding the engagement against her. That is so mean. Oh my god, holding the engagement. You can't just dangle a wedding ring in front of this girl and be like, if you come home now, I'll give you this. If you don't come home, you're not getting the ring. And it's just kind of like a little dramatic. Like, Zach, okay, we get it. You're upset. Don't dangle that in front of her. That is such a huge milestone in in your life that you don't want to dangle that. Come on. For real? Get it together, Zach. Come on. Okay, but to the point, I, I'm just really happy that 
Jenna stayed and she put her mind in there and she really gave it all she got. And I can't believe she took Tori out. Like, Tori is a beast of a competitor. Not that Jenna's not. We know that Jenna does perform very well. And even though maybe sometimes she doesn't come off like this scary competitor, you know, because that's just not very Jenna. Jenna's very sweet and kind and caring and but she does have that side to her where she just like flips a switch and bam, she's in the game, baby. And I'm just so happy that she took all that frustration and all that anger and all that built up like, you know, emotions and she really just let it out in this purgatory. Her, I mean, I think this was the perfect, perfect elimination challenge for her. All She was just smashing bricks. I mean, what more could you ask for to get some rage out of your system than to smash some bricks? And like she said, she was just thinking of the brick as Zach's head and throwing it to the ground. And I think that's a very therapeutic way to go about everything that she's probably going through in that in those moments while she was shooting for this. So, uh, I, I mean, I just can't believe it. I They were neck and neck for so long. And I got to say, going off of, you know, Jenna winning, and I'm really, really excited for her to stay in the house now that she has a red skull. One of the Holy Trinity members has a red skull. Someone other than D, Rogan, or Jenny and their alliance has a red skull, which makes me very excited because they kind of won last season. And not saying that they're not deserving, but D is becoming a little bit of a, I don't want to say like monster because she's not, she's not that aggressive, but she is becoming very like overly confident in herself and a little bit too much. Like she's, she's talking back a little bit too much to people. She's kind of putting herself in situations where it's like, okay, like maybe you should just, mm, not say that, you know, don't say that right there because you don't want to have people throw you in because you're starting to annoy them or get them anger, angry, you know, you don't want to do that. Like you have your red skull. Now you should kind of just chill in the background, stay under the radar, stay out of people's business, stay out of people's way and just kind of ride your thing to the final. That's what I would do if I had a red skull and we were just kind of, you know, moving on week from week from week. Um, I feel like I have seen a little bit of a change in her from when she, you know, the season last year. And Wes even says, I think I might have created a somewhat of a little monster there. And I don't think that he's wrong. I think she's um, she's gained a lot of confidence. And I think having the red skull really maybe like completed it for her or like clicked in her mind like oh like I'm a total badass like I got this like I am like a huge competitor and not to say that she's not she is she's definitely one to beat she's one to watch out but you're also in a house with tons of other competitors who are just as strong as you and you know I don't know so you just got to be careful and you don't want to just get on someone's bad side just for talking about something so um all i would say is proceed with caution d 
proceed with caution and try not to step on anybody's toes now. Just kind of do your thing, ride that wave, and get to that final girlfriend. Yes. And so sadly, after Jenna won, Tori had to leave. And it was such an emotional moment to see her and Jordan. I mean, they're each other's rocks. And I personally believe that Jordan is would is going to have a harder time without Tori in the house than Tori would have without Jordan. I think Tori's social game is very good. She's very much on everyone's good side. I don't think she ever really pisses people off. And as we all know, sometimes Jordan can say some things and you're like, ooh, like, hmm, maybe I wouldn't be so blunt. Or, you know, I feel like sometimes he... He just says kind of it and he doesn't really maybe think about how the other person is going to react from it. And I think there's always maybe a nicer way he could go about something or say something to where it's not so aggressive maybe. But to see him really get emotional and he broke down and I mean I know you could tell that he he was just fighting for his fiance in there screaming just trying to give her any help that he could so that she could win I mean it's sad these two are challenge royalty I think as a couple and they got engaged in in the elimination so I think it's just bittersweet to see her go and it's kind of sad and now Jordan is gonna have to play this game without her and it's probably going to be way harder for him now and I'm sorry to say this but Jordan he's probably gonna have to be getting ready to go into elimination because his name might be next on the chopping block for the house vote so or even tribunal possibly if the right people are in there so I don't know Jordan better watch his back and maybe he better step up his social game a little bit more and check on all his alliances without Tori being there now and uh yeah I don't know that was just a little sad so all right now we're moving on to challenge news so our one of my favorites personally Johnny Bananas is in another reality competition show but this time it involves Food. So Johnny Bananas is starring in the Food Network's Worst Cooks in America. It airs Sunday nights on Food Network. And I have to say that I love the Food Network. I love cooking shows. Worst Cooks in America is actually one of my favorites. So I highly, highly recommend checking it out. Um, you know, you can watch it on the website or obviously if you have cable, you can record it on demand, all that good stuff. I think it's so great because all these people do not know how to cook. And <laughs> I got to say, I'm a little shocked to know that Johnny Bananas doesn't know how to cook. You know, he's in his 30s and he's very much healthy and fitness. And I thought that he would know how to cook because I feel... A lot of people that I know that are in fitness and very much into health and working out, like, you know, to an 
I wouldn't say aggressive, but, you know, I think he maybe works out every day, if not at least every other day. And those people usually love to cook their own meals because they're healthier, they're cleaner, you know, less processed food, everything's like organic and you're, you're just kind of adding whatever you want to add. And I thought, you know, okay, Johnny's probably a good cook. Plus he has a girlfriend. Clearly his girlfriend, Morgan, does all the cooking because <laughs> this man, oh man, oh man, yeah. I had to say it again. So, yeah, I I think uh, this is a really fun show. And if you want two doses of Johnny Bananas in a week, this is your show. So, uh, Worst Cooks in America, Sunday nights on Food Network. And we have one more piece of news from Wes. So, Wes has made an announcement the other day on Instagram, along with some of the others that are involved. I will get to that. But Wes has made an announcement that he is making a little bit of a reality show of his own. So he has gathered some of the other cast members of the challenge along with another person. And they are all going to be living in this house together in Kansas City, Missouri. So they're going to be living together 24-7. It is Nani, sorry, Nani. Wes, Devin, as we all know, is such a character. I freaking love Devin. And D, Kayla, and Kayla's new boyfriend, Sam. So Sam is from Love Island. If any of you guys know about it, it's a UK show. Very much kind of like, um, we did have one Love Island America season But, you know, it's just a reality love dating show. And then from there, he went on to Pika Love um, for MTV. So he recently did that. And now, um, through probably the MTV universe or maybe just reality TV universe, maybe these people just all kind of start to know each other. But clearly, he met Kayla. And now they're together. They're booze. And I'm sad to say because obviously then... We know that her and Bear don't work out, so Bela apparently is just not a thing anymore, and that kind of makes me sad because I just got on the bandwagon. So now, that's kind of sad. I guess we're going to have to watch that maybe fold out on the show, or maybe it kind of happens after the show. I guess we will find out together and see, but so these... People are all living together 24-7. They have a camera crew living with them quarantined in Kansas City, Missouri. And the point of the show is to actually help give back. So the only time they're leaving the house is to do community service-driven projects from a safe and social distance. So, you know, they're social distancing, they're wearing gloves, masks, and I saw that they recently helped build a community garden so that families could start to get fresh produce and things rather than buying them and spending money at the store, which I think is a very smart thing to do. And I can't be more excited for this project. Uh, They are going to have two episodes per week. It's going to be kind of like a docu-series vibe, you know, reality docu-series. So two episodes per week will be dropping on the network Patreon. And these are not for free, I believe. You do have to pay to subscribe to watch. 
but I think it, it's great content. And so, yeah, you guys should all check it out at Patreon. Or obviously, you could go to Wes, Nani, Devin D, or Kayla, or Sam's Instagrams or social medias. And I'm sure you could find links or more information there on anything else that maybe you might want to know. Yeah, so make sure to check out Johnny Bananas on Food Network and the, a little bit of the cast on Patreon for this do good quarantine and community service show that they're doing. I think it's really great. I think it's awesome that they're giving back in a time like this when, you know, it's so hard and people's spirits are very much down. And now that a lot of places are getting extended, like LA and New York, will probably be in quarantine longer than many other cities or states probably just due to population reasons and other things but I think this is such a lovely idea and I commend all of them for doing this and raising the proceeds and all that other good stuff so be sure to check out those shows and I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening Be sure to like and subscribe the Believe in the Challenge podcast. We are on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. So be sure to check all that out. And remember, you can follow me at katiewalski underscore on Instagram or Twitter, anywhere on social media. Reach out to me. Talk to me about the show. I absolutely love chatting with you guys. Let me know your opinions. And be sure to tune in next week for all things Total Madness. Katie out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.